You don't even like sports. Welcome to You Don't Even Like Sports, a podcast about sports for people who don't like sports. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Jeff May. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yes. Jeff, uh, yes. I have a thing. I need to tell you, which is oh, I see that this. I saw this coming. You don't even no, like it's that sports. You don't even like sports. No, it's that you don't even like sports. No, it was it was my thing that I was deciding to tell another person that was you. So no. why would I say a thing about me to another person that isn't true? I seem to remember one thing. being at a hockey game that I invited you to because you didn't know that you could go. To a hockey game because you don't even like sports. I did not know people attend hockey games in general. That I did not know. You got me there. But yeah, we went to one and it was fun. It was very that fun. That was awesome. Man, yeah. that was really good. Yeah, it's not the, it's not my first ho- I, I love watching hockey the, in person. I just don't like we watching were, it on the televisual. We were practically on the ice. Yeah, it was weird. We were in row six, but it was actually row three because yeah. there was no row one, two, or three where yeah, we were I think, at. Yeah. So we were we were right there. It was a good time. I, I ate some food. I had some food there. I only had nachos. I came home. Yeah, you hungry. love movie. You love movie nachos, no I, matter where you are. I would have liked something else. I thought the the nachos were going to be a little more elaborate than they were. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks to uh, Jesse from, uh, from the All the Kingsmen podcast for the ticks for hooking that up. T I X T I X. It became yeah. a brew. It was a Bruins game. I mean that like the it was like a home Bruins game at one point. Yeah, and the Bruins annihilated them. Also. Seven to nothing. Yeah, yeah, it was. That is the most high scoring hockey game I've ever seen. Yeah, it was a routing. Yeah, it was a blowout immediately. Like they, they Bruins first, scored first goal was a minute two. Yeah, or something like that it was crazy. Yeah, it was quick, but it was awesome. We had a blast. Uh, we had we had a blast. Shout out to Jesse and the Kingsman podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that you had so much fun because you don't even like sports, which is fucker. You're a liar, crazy, and a cheat, and you also don't even like music. So it makes it double ironic that you're on this episode here today, as to opposed be fair, to all the other co-hosts on this. To podcast. be fair, I don't like music from people that do sports. I that, think we can agree that that's <laughs> that's that's safe. That's a safe bet. You know, it's funny, too, because we're doing this episode because this actually became a blind spot for us. We missed this the first time around. I had no clue John Daly is a musician. And we did an episode on music. Yeah. And we missed it. Well, I did that episode because of John yeah. Daly being a musician. Like but I, it also comes to wit that there's not a lot of information about yeah. John Daly's music career. It's a secret almost. That's... yeah. That's, uh, I would argue, one reason why we had no idea. There is some people have written about his music career. I would argue he gets a little more credit than he deserves as a musician. Like, he's not terrible. Have you ever heard David Duchovny's band? <laughs> I've, I've heard him do a little bit. Bad times. Really no, bad times. Not he's not David Duchovny bad, but he's probably like Jeremy Renner bad. I've never heard Jeremy Renner sing, but <laughs> you just assume. I just assume. Yeah. Um, one thing that's important to know, and I don't know what, but like he doesn't really start doing it until 
2002, which is like way older than I expected him to be. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is not only is there not a lot of information about his music out there on the internet, but in reading his book, at no point is he like, oh, this is also when I started playing guitar as a child. I have no idea how, like John Daly might have just been born with the ability to play guitar for all I know. He just picked up an acoustic guitar and was wailing on knocking on heaven's door 15 minutes later. No yeah. clue. Just came out of nowhere. Yeah, his first album was released when he was 36. Yeah, that's late in life. That's late in life. But when again, I bet that's it. I bet that's about when that Duchovny album came out. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, his first album came out in 2002. I can tell you it's called My Life and it was released under the name John Daly and Friends. I feel like and friends is doing a lot of the heavy lifting here. Yeah, there's a lot of friends pictured on the front cover, but I don't know who they are or what they do on the album. I don't think he does either. <laughs> That's why it's called not. and friends, not and the E Street Band or whatever. And this is I, I haven't figured out how to play it, but there's also like a John Daly golf instruction video on the CD oh, of his first it's album. It's an advanced CD. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those because it it came out oh. when like Napster was still a thing and probably at its peak, so people were trying to do all kinds of fancy shit to compel yeah. people to buy music. Yeah, no need for alarm. Right now, I'm cruising to the sound of my enhanced CD-ROM. Why? What is? <laughs> That's a Busta Rhymes lyric. <laughs> wow. From um from uh fire it up. <laughs> that is that is a reference on Busta's. Part how how exactly how long as a society were we fucking with enhanced CD ROMs like six months? I mean, remember when enhanced CD ROMs had first come out? It was essentially a way to get like music videos. True. Yeah. Like that was the thing where they there was like music videos and like it would take you to their like website, their like GeoCities websites and shit. Yeah. The uh... they existed, but they never took off. It was sort of like laser discs. Yeah, a little bit. I almost bought a copy of The Iron Giant on Laserdisc recently just because it was on Laserdisc. Yeah. And it good cool. good frameable art. Yeah, yeah. That 12 by 12 frames, yeah. So, yeah, I, I paid $40 for this CD, Jeff. 40 That's, big ones. The government is going to be like, you ain't writing this off. <laughs> and you're like, I kind of feel like I have to. Like, I will take them to court over yeah. that. Like, I am writing that off on my taxes. Yeah, we, we bandied about the idea of – did I just say bandied about? That's great. Yeah. Uh, like maybe me and Jeff signing this and just sending it out to a listener. We should just send it to a random listener. Like That's not the worst idea yeah. either. It, it, especially funny if they don't listen to this podcast. No, right? No, no like it's some, <laughs> return some address. Some shit that's only in it from the conspiracy show, <laughs> and then they get that out of nowhere. That's just going to have them go down a goddamn tunnel. Signed by me, you, and John Daly. We'll and forge John Daly asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just forge it. So, yeah, I I It's bought... pronounced forget. <laughs> <laughs> I, even in his book, there is exactly one paragraph about this album, and it's the start of the chapter called All My Exes Wear Rolexes. And that's the name of one of the songs. And I was like, oh, there it is. There's the chapter about his album. And nope, it just opens with one paragraph where he's like, that's the name of a song for my album. Buy it, man. Now let's talk about how I got married 25 times. 
it's it's so funny to me that like because he's so fond of that phrasing it really stands to wit that he one time at a bar made that joke and everyone laughed and he's like you know what i want to try a music career based off that off that bit that i did yeah because all my exes live in texas came on the radio and then i just (laughs) made that joke about all my exes wearing rolexes and you know it got a whole lot of laughs out of the people around me so i was just like i'm gonna make a fucking album about this man and he did you're not gonna stop like John sh- Daly from achieving his dreams. He's like dirtbag Weird Al. <laughs> it is. It's jarring to listen to him sing. Like he's he's an adequate singer. Uh, he's not bad. I'm I, I, like I, as I was listening to this, a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, uh, it's it's not the worst music from an athlete that we've ever heard. Uh, it's no Barry Zito, that's for sure. But I mean, who is? Yeah, who is? Yeah, I like how I like how our Arroyo here. I like how it took us about two minutes of that Barry Zito song to be like, "This is actually all right. I don't, I don't mind this." Yeah, not mad about the Barry Zito song. (laughs) That song rules. Um, He is essentially he is Bronson Arroyo with a twang. A little bit, yeah. That's actually the best way to describe him. Now that I think about it, if you listened to that episode, you you would understand. Yeah. Except he's he's not doing cover songs. Except he is doing cover songs. He's, yeah, he's doing a couple. <laughs> he's do- they're not. They're not. I didn't write song. They're, yeah, they're not named as cover songs, but a lot of these songs sound shockingly familiar. Yeah, uh, he's he's definitely uh, he's definitely a, a cover artist, even if he's not a cover artist. Should we should we play a couple of these songs? I think we should get a couple of seconds of each at least, because buddy, ooh, bow bow bow. That'd be so funny if he did a song to the jackass theme. <laughs> I'm John Daly. All right. So this first song, it's called I'm Drunk, Damn Broke. And here's the thing. I believe half of that and the other half also. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> here we go. Wild thing. We're going to start this album out in my wilder days. I'm drunk, damn broke. Do they call him the wild thing? I didn't know that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Most days I sit here talking to myself. It sounds like, like Merle Haggard or something. Like, yeah. Like, he's got old school country vibes, and I appreciate that. Yeah. It, 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 it's very outlaw country. Yeah. And there's worse influences you could have. And aside from his dipshit words in the beginning, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It makes it sound all right. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's better than it should be. I yeah. think because it should be just awful. Yeah, John Daly seems like one of those people who's just kind of like frustratingly sort of good at everything, probably. I hate those people. Yeah, those people suck. I bet he can fucking do a Rubik's Cube in like 45 seconds. Like 15 seconds, yeah. <laughs> just Justin yeah. Bieber and that shit. You ever seen Bieber do a Rubik's Cube? Did you figure it out, yeah. Impressive. Like, he does that shit quick. So that's I'm Drunk, Damn Broke. This next song, there's, there's a kind of a recurring theme with John Daly's music, and it's that Jeff... You don't know him, okay? I mean, I'm doing a podcast about him. Well, then how come this song's called You Don't Know Me? Because he wrote it 18 years like ago. I 20 years me. ago. Fuck! You never walked in 
my shoes. The this, funny part about it, though, you don't know is that he's singing in a way that he clearly wants to be taken seriously and, like, with, like, a sultry voice. Yeah. You don't know but he's still John Daly. Yeah, that... There's a, there's a little bit of try-hard to it. Which is endearing and also sad. It is. It's He's, he's really putting his heart into it, but... The thing is, the songs aren't that good, and that's that's a that's a big problem with music. When the songs aren't good, it's that's a problem. These are the songs that would be in a direct-to-DVD cowboy movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you Googled "inspirational" on a royalty-free music website, one of these songs would pop up. Maybe like use it in your commercials for free. It's no problem. Yeah. It, <laughs> just look up golf rock. <laughs> it was. It's just this. It's just John it's Daly. Just so that's you don't know me. This next song, I don't know what he was thinking with this this here title, but Long Ball Rebel just kind of sounds like he's got like an elongated nutsack. Knockers out there. But this hey man, is he hits the long ball. All you long knockers out there. I love this first line. So for someone with long titties. I'm a good old boy from Arkansas. This is the gimmick song that he did. It sure is, yeah. And they were like, okay, John, we'll release an album, but you have to make one golf song. Yeah. When he inevitably appears at SummerSlam or something, this is the song he's going to walk out to. Or when he starts <laughs> fighting in the UFC when he's 60. Brought to you by Titleist Records. <laughs> Just like, butter beating the shit. They have a record label. <laughs> Just butter beating the shit out of people in the UFC. That's what I want. <laughs> Just with like a golf club in his hand. <laughs> We were, that would be so funny if he just became a UFC fighter and just cleared house. When we were at the uh, Kings-Bruins game last night, there was a guy sitting directly behind me who, at one point, in all seriousness, leaned over to his girlfriend and asked if the players were allowed to hit each other with the sticks. It's like, what sport would allow that? Like that's It's not yeah, jousting. That's, Maniac. That's not, that, uh, that is that is something. That sure is something too. Can you, can you do that? Can you do no. Why can't, why can't you just hit him? We can't kill the guy. I mean, you can't hit him in the in the in the like um, shins. Yeah, that's true. And you can punch with your fist, fist yeah. to the face, faced. No, that's not how you say it. You hey, got so close. You ever heard this song? You're gonna hear it a whole bunch over the course of this episode. Uh, for one thing, this sounds a whole lot like any number of the songs we've just listened to. I would like to think that John Daly did not perform the music to this, but just found a cover of it somewhere and just karaoke'd his way through it. It's like, put it on the album. No one will tell the difference. Yeah, it's possible. But he's he's definitely learned to play this song since. There's video of him i put it in the notes there's video of him playing this with someone from hootie and the blowfish who isn't darius rucker and uh it's he's 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 playing the the instrumentation it 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 seems like he's handling it pretty adequately 
and yeah, this for people who are unfamiliar, this is it's a cover of "Knocking on Heaven's Door" by Bob Dylan. Ah, uh, don't you mean by Guns N' Roses? Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Ah, yeah, yeah. I... This is such a good song. It's not not a good song. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. It's a uh, it's a sort of obscure Bob Dylan song. It's on the soundtrack to a movie called Ronaldo and Clara, I think. Like it's not on any of his albums, but it's also like one of his biggest songs. I don't know how that works, but uh, we love you, Bob. He said, "Do you? Do you, John?" Yeah. I don't know. I bet I bet Bob Dylan really appreciated that too. Yeah. Uh it's one of those things where um you're like I don't know if uh you or Bob Dylan would do anything but hate each other forever if you met. Yeah. I I can't see John Daly and Bob Dylan hitting it off, but John Daly's like, "You like hating people?" <laughs> Bob Dylan's like, "Only the government, man." It's true. All right. My life title track this uh this sounds a little bit like elton john at first but only the piano yeah uh because he got elton john to do the piano yes okay this is bad this one's bad (laughs) this song has hootie and the blowfish on it it sounds like he's saying my high life I mean, he might as well be. Right. Yeah, The what's weird is there's this song, and Darius Rucker sings on the second half of it, and John Daly makes no mention of Hootie and the Blowfish at all on this version. And then there's a version at the end called My Life Reprise, and he says, I just want to close this out again with this song I did with Hootie and the Blowfish, and they are nowhere on that version. It's just complete instrumental. John Daly is a megalomaniac. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you ever give up on him, Jeff. I I feel like Darius Rucker was watching this song happen. Like he was there just for the recording session. He's like, I got to get in there and help out on this song. Probably, yeah. Probably a lot of cocaine going around in that studio. Everyone got some ambitious ideas. He's like, this song's about to get rocked. You got rocked. I want to rock. Rock. So I honestly was really hoping that my life would be a cover of the Bon Jovi song that had come out <laughs> around that time. That would have been ideal. Because it was right around 2002. Yeah. And I want John Daly playing that talk yeah. box. Well, it's my life and it's wow, my wow. Never, yeah. <laughs> my way. Uh, all my exes wear Rolexes. Who can't relate? can't relate to that you know this song is essentially a parody of all my exes live in texas by george Strait. a great song fantastic song this is like jim stevens remember jim stevens (laughs) uh ray stevens or Or ray stevens yeah 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 Yeah. he was yes sir they call him the street he was the fucking country weird al everybody's got Everybody's granddad had that VHS tape that they ordered yeah. off the TV. Yeah, yeah. He had a song. There's a, I think it's a George Jones song called "She Thinks I Still Care." And the Ray Stevens version was called "She Thinks I Steal Cars." 
That is brilliant. I'm not going to lie. That's fucking amazing. Uh, but this song. I don't care. I just want to talk about she thinks I steal cars. <laughs> that is that's so in song parody funny. history. That's way up there. I remember that from the commercials. Anyway, this song sucks, John. It, it does. The, the original version's good, but this isn't yeah. that. And uh, speaking of parodies, remember when he played Knocking on Heaven's Door a few minutes yeah. ago? And I do remember that. We thought it was really cool. Well, this is also Knocking on Heaven's Door, essentially. But this is called I Only Know One Way. Wait and see. Life goes on. Dreams can come true. I'm my own man, whether I win or lose. Yeah. Imagine you were at a concert and you heard this song. You'd be like, I want my money back. (laughs) This chorus. Like, he could not want this to be knocking on heaven's door more. Yeah. That's called it's called knocking on heavens more. <laughs> the next song is uh one of the most startling numbers in John Daly's career. It's called Mr. Fan. I expected it was going to be one of those like hey, how about you mind your business unless I'm playing golf. Don't you worry about what else I'm doing, hey, Mr. Mr. Fan. Fan. But it's not that. It's about it's <laughs> Can you suck this? <laughs> I think he fucked this fan. It's just what you want him to do, Jeff. You want him to grip it and rip it. It's his curse. He's going to grip and rip this van. <laughs> exactly. Oh. <laughs> This is, uh, he's going to gobble this fan up. <laughs> he, they're in love. This, he he's and this fan him, are he's gonna, in he's love. He's going to give him the sloppy. <laughs> and he, like, there's, there's parts at the end where he's like, you're not just a face in the crowd. Like, he's singing to one specific Mr. Fan. And here's and the thing. fan, Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, I hope so. Slobbing on heaven's knob. <laughs> John Dalen. Mr. Fan. So, <laughs> as I touched your hand. <laughs> Listen, I love all of our fans, but I'm never doing a podcast like this. What, an I fucked you, Mr. Fan <laughs> podcast? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Enough of that. This ne- know where I've been. This next song. It reminds me a little bit of George Thorogood. And here's the thing. I, on a total whim, went and saw George Thorogood in concert once. And Jeff, I had the time of my fucking life. It was so fucking fun. Yeah. This is, uh... This is bar. It's bar rock. Yeah, this is this is twelve bar blues, baby. And uh, I don't like it. 
So that's 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 it. Uh, one more song, technically. There's technically two, but this song is called Where I Am Now, and I'll tell you where I was at this point, celebrating the fact that we are one song away from the end of this album. It's the best part of the album. Yeah, yeah. Bigger than the song Everyone told me I was doing it Bigger than this song. And this song is huge. That's true, but it's a medical issue. (laughs) Yeah. I think the words you're looking for is enlarged, John. It's not big. There's different things. And after this, there's there's uh, the My Life reprise song. So nice, he had to play it twice. And uh, we're not gonna listen to that. <laughs> no, we already got enough My Life. So that's that's My Life. You're welcome, everybody. Welcome to the world of John Daly music. Uh, You'll never be the same again. That was so. That was 2002. That's when that came out. If you read up about his music, people make a big deal out of the fact that he collaborated with Kid Rock, which it's a big deal to me, but not in the the right way. Uh, I yeah. hate it. 2007 Kid Rock is, I believe, what John Daly wanted to be desperately. Oh, for sure. A, yeah. a crossover country artist with rock and roll appeal, man. Yeah, I, I totally get that John Daly would see a little bit of himself in Kid Rock. Uh, I assume they both are sort of racist there's there's that mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, would, I would i would not even assume i just know that another thing they have in common they both make music i don't like uh this song that john daly is so often credited with duetting with kid rock on when i first started listening to it i was like that that sounds not bad like john daly is really holding his own on this song and no, it's just Kid Rock singing with someone in his band. It's someone not. actually good at, or <laughs> yeah. good quote in music, yeah. And it's a Kid Rock song, so it's kind of gross, of course. Uh, it's called Half Your Age. Running around telling everyone why we're not together. I guess you just have to feel important. I'm sure you thought I was just going to sit Why does he sound like somebody that's going to do a hate crime in 1880? (laughs) This is what Sheriff Buford Pusser probably sounded like. You thought I was going to let you vote? (laughs) Not on my watch. Someone new treats me better. See, there's clearly two people singing there. Kid Rock and someone else. So I was like, holy shit, that's John Daly? John Daly improved in five years. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not John Daly. I don't care who it is if it's not John Daly. It's uh, someone who has the uh, bad life choice making it, it ability was, uh, to be in, John, in Kid Rock's band. Adam? It's Bruno Mars. <laughs> Anderson Pack. Crazy. Yeah, this song apparently was written about Pamela Anderson because Kid Rock had just broken up with Pamela Anderson and was now dating someone half her age. Which yeah, uh, I don't think that's a, that matters. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Pam Anderson in 2007, so she's what 40? Yeah, yeah, she was 40. So oh no. Yeah, it's not uh, like it's it's not scandalous. It's not criminal or anything. Yeah, 40-year-old Pam Anderson is better than 20-year-old yep. anybody else. Yeah, much. yeah, 40-year-old Pam Anderson was 
uh, still pretty great. Although 39-year-old Pam Anderson was fucking Kid Rock, so. Yeah, yeah, that's not great either. I you know why they broke judge. up? Wasn't he like an asshole to her about? Borat. Like, he was mad about oh, yeah, the that's Borat right. movie and her agreeing to be in the end of that movie. What an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a real piece of shit. Like Skid Rock. I remember he also got mad at Cheryl Crow because they performed that uh, photograph song, or a picture, yes. I Put Your Picture That away. terrible I Put Your Picture Away yeah. song. Yeah. And they performed that at the Grammys, and she wore a shirt that said, War is not the answer, because we had like, recently invaded Iraq, and he was very angry about that. He did not realize she was going to wear that shirt until they went out there. He is pissed. He wanted war so fucking bad. There is, they used to do this show on VH1 called Hip Hop Honors, mm-hmm. which would be like a tribute show to a famous rapper. And they did one for two short ones. And during the montage of rappers coming out performing his songs, Kid Rock came out. And Too Short did not look impressed. Like, he looked like, why the fuck is Kid Rock here? They, they were on the same record label at one point, Jive Records, but... Synergy. Yeah, it didn't didn't feel like a good fit. Anyway, you know what you know what else isn't a good fit? Rock and roll Jesus. <laughs> fucking out. What a name for an album. Are we gonna hear John Daly's part? And twice as high. No. No, he doesn't uh... Okay, here it comes. That was John Daly saying, about time I found me a good woman, and then opening a beer. And that's his contribution to that song. John, I don't think it's the women that are the problem. (laughs) No. Well, they're a problem in his life, but I don't know that they're the problem. I think think they're his problem, but they are not the problem. (laughs) No, no. Because, like, he is the problem. Always. So that that was rock and roll Jesus. That was his next foray into music. And then his second album comes out in 2010. And this one's a little easier to find. It's on YouTube. It's on all the streaming services. It's called I Only Know One Way, Jeff. I would like to say the album cover for this. Yeah, he's doing that. He's doing the fat guy lean. where And and like the sexy look to the side. Yeah. And he's he's... like leaning forward to cover that gut. He's got a black T-shirt on, so the shadows are working in his favor. It's a steamy picture of John Daly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's beefcake, to say the least. Yeah, if John Daly's on Tinder, this is his profile picture for sure. He looks. I would 100% expect him to be on Tinder. He'd try to get on Raya, and they'd be like... (laughs) (laughs) So let's listen to the first song from I Only Know One Way. It's called Hit It Hard. And I feel like he's regressing as a songwriter. Why is that? Because he's uh, so bad? Yeah, because he's worse. <laughs> I'm still driving. He ain't slowing down, Jeff. Fuck you. I ain't slowing down. My friends, I'm still around. I hit it hard, man. So far, man. I hit it hard, man. So far, man. I like that he got a church choir to get get his back on this one. Yeah. The song is as rock and roll Jesus intended. 
So that's that's hit it hard. This would be his new WWE entry music. I would expect. Oh, it sure would be his his attitude era, his post attitude <laughs> era. This next song is bananas. I hit it hard, man. Bow. This next song, though, it's called Blue Collar Golfer. And uh, this sounds like a song from like a Will Ferrell comedy about golf. Like I could see Walton Goggins singing this song on Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, right. This is a hidden. um, This is from like a, a deleted montage scene where Happy Gilmore was trying to learn how to love. Yeah. Or Bagger Vance. Either one. I'll teach you how to do the bag of Vance dance. Practice real hard. Yeah, this song. In his young life. He did not get clubs on his first birthday. It was his sixth birthday. Sorry to correct John Daly's details of his life, but here we go. Get your shit together, John. Yeah. Doesn't know what he's lost. Doesn't know what he's There is no such thing as a blue-collar golfer. If you can afford to play golf, you're not blue collar. I'm sorry. Golf is a very expensive sport to play. I mean, not for nothing, but if there's a person that is that, it's probably daily. I would I would accept redneck golfer. But I don't know, like John Daly, I associate blue collar with like hard work. And I don't know if John Daly works that hard. Yeah, but he drinks like he works at the mill. That's true, yeah. Like he, he he behaves like he works at a sawmill. Yeah, he definitely lives the life of someone who feels like they're trapped in their job. And I think what he really wanted to do in life might have been this. Yeah. He he acts like a like a mine worker that makes three million dollars a year (laughs) yeah like if you worked at a coal mine but you also made three million dollars a year you'd make the same decisions that john daly made yeah you'd be like i'm gonna gamble away a ton of it this next song it's called i only know one way and am i crazy or was this or was this on the other album it sure is this is the song that sounds just like knocking on heaven's door it also sounds exactly like the version on the first album. It seems like he's getting his shit together. He is. He's getting his life together, clearly. Been through these ups and downs. And good for him, you know? When was this? 2010? Yeah, he wasn't getting his life together. But. Okay, so we. We already we already heard this song uh, on the last album. It, it, controversial. I think this next song might be his best song. It's at least got sort of an interesting arrangement. still absurd but i don't i really don't like when he lifts his voice up yeah that's really when it like pulls me out yeah he doesn't have a ton of range that's for sure god 
a lot of these songs have like 2,000 views. Like, if we put up a video, it would get more views. Yeah, than that. we put a lot of those videos up. Like a lot of those numbers are us. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to this song a thousand times myself. I was going to say, at least six of those were from (laughs) us this week. John Daly's just like, damn, my numbers are going up, man. (laughs) 12 new views this week. Lonely as a man can be. I'm going to have to punch a cop car later. Yeah, this song, I don't... This is a song by John Daly. It's... It's this might be his least remarkable song, if that's possible. So much pain in his heart, Jeff. Yeah, well, he li- probably, lives at McDonald's. Yeah, it's probably the cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine and and trans fats. Yeah, and diet coke. Right, just dissolving his bones. Yeah, he at one point was drinking fifteen cans of diet coke a day. And somehow came down, down with, with somehow came down with bladder cancer. Weird. How does, how does that happen when you just consume concentrated aspartame? <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't go, shouldn't go that way. Uh, he did everything right, Adam. <laughs> and this is what happens. The song's called Big John. Big, Big John. <laughs> like uh, that. What was that? What's the trucker? Big Blur. I think it was called Big John, wasn't it? Big Bad John. Big Bad John. And this this sounds like it would be a song about a big bad trucker named Big John. This is what Mr. Fan should have been. Yeah. You think we're ever going to get to see John Daly in concert? I would go. I would totally go. I I don't know if I want to be around that many MAGA dipshits. Yeah, that's true. Like, like that could also quickly become a QAnon rally. Yeah, or a Kid Rock concert, which is essentially the same thing. So, Big John, that's that's that song. <laughs> Jeff, you're not going to believe... That was really funny. That was a great joke. That might be my favorite joke you've ever done. <laughs> Jeff, you're not going to believe this. I feel like there's a chance I might. Would you believe John Daly covered Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Dylan? I don't believe that. It's true. It's right here on this album. Just like it was on his last album. And just like it's on every live performance he's ever done in his entire life. You know, we're making fun of him, but I know Dave Matthews released like an album before his bigger studio album, and he brought some songs back in and remastered them. So, oh yeah, no. My favorite, my favorite thing is always, I like when a band will have an album named a thing, and then on their next album, they'll have a song that is the title of their last album. Like Led Zeppelin did that. They had an album called Houses of the Holy. And then like two albums later, there's a song on one of their albums called Houses of the Holy. That's guaranteed selling two discs. Right? Two records, two tapes, two eight tracks. Yeah, this this is John Daly, if you can believe it. I, I can't believe it. Playing Knocking on Heaven's Door. This is like him driving. He's really good at the one thing, and that's yeah. letting people know that he can hit a ball very far and that he knows the tabs to knocking on heaven door, heaven's door. Excuse me. And he 
we didn't get to it in any of the versions we've listened to, but he, in the second verse of that song, turns it into all golf lyrics. Like he says, Mama, I can't hit my wedge no more. And it's very, very, I, I bet Bob Dylan didn't like that part at all. Yeah, that's. That, that wouldn't sit well with me. Like when, when Aerosmith did. We're <laughs> in the home of the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> the canvas. This is, this is, this is John Daly getting, getting heavy. I tell you that. Listen think, to the wind blow. Yeah, this. I, I, I think this sounds like a Bon Jovi song, maybe. Does it sound like Wanted Dead or Alive, kinda? Just like the way I It sounds like some yeah, song. A bit. I think. Knocking on Heaven's Door. <laughs> <laughs> this is called The Canvas. The grass is always this is this is John Daly getting heavy here. You're gonna right. learn something. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. Ooh, other side of the canvas. What's that mean? In the thunder roll. Yeah, it does have thunder rolls vibes to it. Is he saying the canvas as in painter's canvas, or is he saying the canvas like boxer getting knocked to the ground? I think like a painter's canvas. This makes it so much worse. But it could. Maybe he switches it up halfway through. Curveball. <laughs> Get your metaphors right, man. <laughs> Just doing two different metaphors in the song. <laughs> it's like I'm a painter, but also a boxer. Oof. How about that chorus? There's two paths you can go, Jeff. Man, he is just putting words together. <laughs> so it's a salad is what it is. <laughs> the first time John Daly's ever had one. <laughs> and it's a word salad. This next song is baffling because it sounds to me like he's just sort of blaming his family and friends for all of the problems he's had in his life. And I'm, I'm like, I think that's the alcohol and the gambling that might be what's causing parents, problems. His parents need to hold on to some of that blame, if I'm being honest here. Oh, yeah. His parents were definitely uh, not great parents. They left their kids a little too much free time to turn into John Daly's. Yeah, they sure did. And it happened. Everybody else's fault. That... That is essentially what he's saying is all everyone tell, told him where to go and they just gave him wrong directions. Do you think when he's in the McDonald's drive-thru, he like blares this music hoping that they ask him what he's listening to? Oh, 100%. And he's just like, oh, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. I have a signed tape copy of this. And they're like, sir, it is 2011. <laughs> uh, so yeah, John Daly's friends and family steered him wrong and that's that's the problem uh oh we are we are we are powering through we're almost done <laughs> that's the only way you can describe what we're doing right now is powering through yes yeah this this next song this might be his best song it's called god sent a woman and it was like decent enough that i googled it thinking it was a cover so it's not and I hate Jesus, but the I lyrics are still stupid. The beat is, I think it's 
Cause I'm leaving here a better man I don't know that song, I don't think Is that Sammy Kershaw maybe? But yeah, it sounds like It sounds like some modern country Feel like the Titanic Just about to sink Oh man Lord, I know Oh That was a good line Get it? He's he's uh, he's the Titanic. All right, last song. Now we're really getting getting heavy. Clint, now it was Clint Black. Uh, Cause I'm leaving here, a better man. The song is called Lost Soul. Uh, sort of sounds like knocking on heaven's door. If I'm <laughs> to be honest, Does it? Does it just a little bit, yeah. Dad pulled a gun on me on July. That's not funny, but seems like she's knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> she is. She. Just found out. I lost my best friend. Did he say my wife had to go to the pen? That seems like a very Trumpy. Like, she went to jail to protect me, and that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> he also, I don't know if we'll get to it. I listened to most of this song. There's a line in here where he says, raising all these kids of mine on my own. It's like, no judge is going to let that happen. Yeah, not only that, but no judge is going to believe that's happening. <laughs> so, that's it's knocking the- on half. I mean, that's yeah. lost soul. Yeah, it would be, if he's raising his kids on his own, it's going to be the daily family version of raising kids, which is abandoning them for months at yeah. a time. Yeah, taking them to Hooters. These girls watch you. So, they all got kids. So that's that's the music of John Daly. We had, if you can believe it, the last thing on the notes is about a song called Knocking on Heaven's Door, because there is this really neat moment in John Daly history, recent John Daly history, 2015, he was playing in a tournament and suffered a collapsed lung, and people were like, "His lung seems so healthy, though." I know. I can't. I don't know what would have caused. Also, it. how do you collapse your lung playing golf? He probably dropped a cigarette down there or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Did he it. get hit by a car?" <laughs> he said he had some kind of rib injury that like never healed properly, and it eventually pierced oh. his lung. Which, ouch! And uh, he he ends up collapsing in the middle of this tournament. And people are like, oh, well, I guess that's the end of John Daly in this tournament. Nope. Comes back and finishes the tournament the next day and then shows up at a bar that night and plays a cover of Knocking on Heaven's Door by Bob Get out Dylan of here. With uh, someone from Hootie and the Blowfish who isn't Darius Rucker. By law. Right. Uh, yeah. He has to perform this song uh, with Hootie. Also, it's funny because uh, at first I thought it was going to be like a karaoke thing. No, it's like a little 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 baby concert. Yeah, he's he's got a full band. They they are they are getting after it. Let's listen to just a little bit of it because here's the thing. I was going to say here's the thing is you've heard it nine times already this episode. <laughs> I've heard worse. Uh, he, he's, his vocals live are actually pretty good. I mean, they're fine. Cold 
We should ask John Daly if he's performing anytime soon. If he'll what? If he's performing out here anytime soon. Though. Yeah, we should. And if he's going to play Knocking on Heaven's Door when he does. <laughs> do, you, do you take requests? <laughs> that would be funny. Show up to one of his shows. Play Knocking on Heaven's Door! I'm going mean, to. Obviously. He's like, that's the only plan I have. <laughs> so. You can rest assured. John Daly is going to play knocking on heaven's door because it's what he's doing. Most of his time on earth is knocking on heaven's door. Do you know fuzzy and ripping on heaven's door is what he's doing. Do you know fuzzy Zeller bet him a hundred thousand dollars that he wouldn't live to 50. And when John Daly turned 50, he was like, I think I'm going to try and get that money. Yeah. Of course he should get that money. Yeah. Give it to him. Donate Fucking it to charity. Bet. Do something. You, you bet that he was going to die, Fuzzy Zeller, you asshole. Yeah, that is kind of harsh. You know what <laughs> like, I like about you, man? You're going to be dead by the time you're 44. Yeah. You're going you to die at 46, motherfucker. <laughs> That's funny, man. My kind of guy. That's really funny. I'm, I'm, I hope you do. I'll my, put money on the fact that you do. My name? Fuzzy. And then Fuzzy would have to pay up, and he'll say, best $100,000 I ever spent. Kept my friend alive. Yeah. Or something he like that. Shoots him in the chest. <laughs> on his forty ninth on his on the night before his fiftieth <laughs> birthday, he hires an assassin to kill John Daly. But you can't kill John Daly. Yeah, the assassin only cost fifty thousand, so it was yeah, it was a good money saver. Yeah. Only John Daly can kill John Daly, <laughs> and he can't even do it. He's been trying for quite some for over fifty years now. <laughs> trying very hard. So that's the music of John Daly. That's an important respite. It is. In this uh, in this season is to understand understand his his pathos. Yeah, it's it's a part of his soul. Like we got to see John Daly's soul on this episode. We heard his soul, and that soul is knocking on heaven's door and full of cholesterol. So much, just, just a, it's like a big stick of butter just <laughs> floating around in there, just dripping with it. Uh, this was fun. Next episode, I don't know what we're talking about. Probably. Uh, the time John he Daly. passed out at Hooters, maybe. Oh, it's per- perfect. We Anytime we can the... talk about Hooters. Although, i got to be honest, I'm, I'm done with Hooters, I think. Yeah, it's getting a little a little spendy. They're getting a little too big for their britches in terms yeah, of they need cost. To... It's like All you right, are... Hooters, you're not. Yeah, this isn't. You're you're already the USA network of porn. <laughs> like, like, you were silk stockings at best. You yeah, weren't, yeah. You weren't anything after dark here. <laughs> we're not interested in. So, Jeff, do we have anything to plug? before we get out of here not you know honestly i don't do anything yeah this is the only thing i do yeah so um i guess in theory you could check out jeff has cool friends which is available at patreon.com slash jeff may as well as uck fine with kim crawl both available uh as patreon exclusives if you don't want to give me money for jeff has cool friends fuck you you can listen to it a week later for free anyway it's fine but i take the curses out to punish you fuck you uh, uh, you can also check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. And, of course, Unpopular Opinion and uh, and this. Continue. And you don't even like sports, which Jeff is, you don't. Jeff is about. You don't even like a, sports. It's about Jeff, who doesn't even like sports. You don't, you don't even like sports. Uh, and you, know, you know, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. Todd with one D. I'm going to start using all that again soon because I'll have shit to promote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know what? That's it. Let's get the fuck out of here. Jeff. Perfect. Say goodbye. Why don't we just go knock on Heaven's door instead? Oh, we should. Let's go. Let's, let's go knock on Heaven's let's door. Let's go knock on Heaven's door. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.